0: Okay, this is a 30 second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years, and anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24 7. That company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers, and in 54321, I'm out of time.
2: Now, Podcast One brings you Spikes Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast,
0: Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. All right, welcome to Spike's Car Radio. We're in the uh, Beverly Hills studio. We've left a chair open for you, the listener, and uh, it's going to be a full studio today. We've got uh, Chuck Liddell... The uh, is he a UFC lightweight heavyweight champion former and Steve. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me introduce the show, Zuckerman. We got Steve O from Jackass fame. These guys uh, have a new show they want to come in and tell us about. And uh, in the meantime, before they arrive, I'm here with the real Zuckerman. Hello, Zuckerman. Good morning. You've been ill. I hear. Well, you know, this has
1: been the worst flu season in many a decade.
0: I know, but you've been sick for like six months. Are you at, you know, at all worried that this is the end of your life, that well, this is the end of Zuckerman?
1: Well, I would tell you this. And I was thinking <laughs> and I don't this. say
0: that lightly because I've seen you, you know, messed up on all sorts
1: of drugs and not getting better all right. and still cavorting. There's too much cavorting. cavorting. Well, I would tell you this. If it was 1919 <clears throat> when they had the famous Spanish influenza, I right. probably would be dead right. because they don't have. <laughs> I would have been one of the 20 million worldwide victims of the great inf- influenza pandemic <laughs> of 1919. No, I am. I do believe that I am like a cockroach. You know, I might take a hit of raid right in the face, wobbly, be a little wobbly for a little bit, and then and then shake it off. Yeah, you're the type of guy who,
0: in the coffin, you'll just suddenly open your eyes and strangle one last person, one just last reach person, out. person ah! and bring him in.
1: <laughs> no, it's they said if anybody's ever seen me, I have a, a giant nose. And I believe that the bigger the nose, the bigger the infection. And and my giant, horrendous beak is is keeping me uh sick. And well I, what what is this? Because I got sick, um I was fine until I
0: was uh driving out to Thermal Club. To do a little racing last weekend with my business partner, John, who just had it. And he was just freely sneezing and coughing in the car. What a
1: selfish fucking asshole. You should have oh, punched him right in the eye. <laughs>
0: I didn't want to You that so, other eye. I it, it makes me so
1: fucking angry when people do that. <laughs>
0: but a, I thought it would be fine. But by the way, my wife also had it at home. And then the, the, my trainer, her. my personal trainer also. Had. So her. I don't know who had punch it. Punch everybody. But I'm spreading the guilt around to everyone that they all caused Wait, this. Okay. And Here's, then I got back, and I, I've i been out for four did days. Did you get a flu shot? No, I don't, I don't do not It didn't matter anymore. because the flu. The is fl- this the flu, though? It is the flu. Well, then there was no fever. There was no vomiting. There was nothing else. Lucky you.
1: Lucky you. What, you were dying for diarrhea? Cheering for diarrhea? I
0: do get excited about vomiting and diarrhea, yes, because it's a quick way to lose like 10 pounds. You sound like a teenage girl. (laughs) That's really scary. I'm just saying, you come out the other side of it looking pretty good. Your clothes fit really well. You know, you don't have the salt fingers on your ring. Your wedding ring goes right on. What's wrong with that? Why can't I look on the positive side of the flu? But but oh, all but kidding it, aside, Zuckerman, and, and you, not a lot of people know this about you. You have a lot of great medical information because you're dealing with the people who goes wrong. This doesn't seem like the, this seemed like a bad cold, well, because you know, I've been reading that people have been dying of this thing in the newspaper, right? Yeah. And and it felt, but I will tell you that first night I had it, it felt like Niagara Falls in the back of my nasal passage. You are a very healthy flying. guy.
1: You're a healthy guy. You recovered quickly. Most people recover quickly. There is a there is a there is a realm of possibilities. And outcomes comes when you get this flu from a minor a minor flu to death. Okay, there's a continuum. You got the minor. I got the medium. Other people got death. But. But there was no fever. Isn't that the hallmark of the flu? Oh, okay. How do you know you didn't have a fever? Did you walk around with a rectal thermometer up your ass? <laughs> did you did you, did you, did you I, take it out I, of your ass, put it yeah, in your mouth? Yeah,
0: I know when I have a fever, okay. I don't have a fever.
1: So, so then maybe you know what? As as doctors will say. Most people have fleas. You got lice. Most people had the flu. You got a <laughs> all cold. All I'm saying is, I, I'm
0: still a little worried I may get the flu on top of this. I hope that, you do. that, that I do. And
1: now, at this point, I hope you do. <laughs> Listening to all this crap You're so aggressive. about, yes, I am, because you make me angry. The, the, <laughs> the upshot is, is that is that everything makes me angry. But I, I may have to actually, I have tonsillitis, is what's been the lingering thing. And at my advanced years, I may get my tonsils out. That is insane. You're kidding. I am not kidding.
0: Why, and why would the tonsils be causing you a problem? Because
1: they stay—they're staying infected. They're staying infected, uh, and. And so they need to be cut out. You know, it's those stupid green teas you're drinking all Oh, yeah, green tea so bad for you. Green tea is so – everybody knows green tea's bad for you.
0: But you leave them in all your cars. Every time I'm in one of your cars, they're just le- – they're sitting there okay, tipped you're, over You're a man no that's caps. using
1: toilet paper for tissues, and that kind of makes me sick. <laughs> it's something that I, that really grosses <laughs> me out.
0: Toilet paper is Kleenex. You do know you that. You take
1: it from the bathroom where people are using it to wipe their asses, and now they you've bought it out of – did not wipe you, it. Didn't you <laughs> Right Put back up didn't into you, the thing. Didn't you write? That episode for Seinfeld about the books in the bathroom.
0: I I helped write it. Yes. Yeah. So okay. So you know, don't
1: take your stuff out of the bathroom. <clears throat> no, you don't take it into the bathroom. The, the, I, the story was
0: that George brought a library book into the bathroom same and wanted to return
1: it. You can't return it. The same principle. Somebody was farting and shitting two inches away from that toilet paper you've got.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. You know, uh, <clears throat> I was watching this a little bit of this Ultimate Expedition show that we're going to talk to Steve O about, um, coincidentally. And and there's, uh, you know, three minutes in, Steve-O is drinking water out of a toilet. He walks into a bathroom in Peru, of all places, takes a cup, and drinks the toilet water. What do you say to that? that? Yeah, now you'd have a point. Not what me I, taking tissue on blowing okay, my nose.
1: It's hard out there to make a living, is what. Is, that's the moral of the story. If you're doing that to make money, it's hard out there. It's, it's a tough world. What's
0: going on in the in the car world, Zuckerman? We've uh, wait. Where are we at? I I told you I got the leaf green tea back. We've got the sway bars front and rear. The car is straight as an arrow. We adjusted. Is it the the canter? The, where we tipped it a little forward right. and uh, put uh, by about a half a degree as much as we could, put a little more weight on the front of those tires. Wow. I hear these Pirelli CN36s, by the way, are just like this. They they're just like ball bearing. They're very light on the front of these yeah. cars. Coupled with the 70, seventy 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 one G, is. is already light. Like there's only a thousand pounds on the front of that car. So That's the magic. So it, um, well, it was a little too magic. It was a little too slippery. But now it's perfection. You I can't drive wait the car. to drive it. Can't wait. I want you to drive it. And, um, you know, we've
1: got the 87 that we shared together. We got that back. <clears throat> minus the only thing that we're missing right now is the radio.
0: I talked to the radio guys. So um, I, I forget the name of the company. Let me look it up. These guys are amazing. If you guys have a Blaupunkt radio that you want
1: to be uh, fixed. I love that these guys Hold are, on. like, scared of charging you more than $100. They're really reluctant to to bill you. I
0: would give these guys thousands of dollars.
1: Yeah, they're very, very honest.
0: Uh, Prangenberg is the guy's (laughs) name. (laughs) And here it is, Ingo Prangenberg of VintageBlau.com.
1: He came all the way from Scandinavia to Long Island to fix radios. So
0: just to tell you the quality of this person, I called him, I cold call him as just a Joe Schmo, Right with my stupid Blau punk Re- Reno questions, right? He could not have been nicer from the very start. I had no idea who I was and just went on a very long report about the Blaupunk Reno and how, what, a, what a beautiful radio it is and how wonderful it is that you and I have this original example, and please take care of it. Never put a tape in it, because if, if, if that goes wrong, then you ruin it. Just, just keep it and restore it. He stayed True on the phone me for like a half an hour, Zuckerman, talking about transistors and knobs, and I was blown away. Would you want him at Thanksgiving? Absolutely, really. That prank, yeah. Ingo, Ingo can go. Ingo can come live at my house. He's a <laughs> wonderful man because he's so passionate about something so stupid. <laughs> the old blah punk radios. But you and I both know when your radio isn't working, you start to lose your mind, and there's nobody around to work on it. And this is what this guy does. So he, I, I forwarded you uh, that email. He assessed it. He repaired it. He made a video. He demonstrated it working. And then he said, just give me your email and a PayPal. It was just a couple hundred bucks. How could this guy afford to live? Because he's doing what he loves to do. He's doing what he loves to do.
1: He must live in a basement somewhere.
0: I don't know where he lives. He needs to charge more. But uh, I will say this. God bless Ingo Prangenberg of Vintage Blau, and I strongly encourage you to use him. But Ingo, if you're hearing about this and you're listening to me now, please, my work before everybody else's. Because people will start using this guy and then... Of course, you can't get in.
1: You've just fucked yourself.
0: Now, did you get the wheel off the 87? You know, I, I to haven't. I,
1: at this point, I don't think I really care about it. It's like one of these things. <laughs> did you drive the car? I drove it. It drove fine. I want you to drive it. I think it would be like pick and fly it. shit out of Pepper. There's no reason to fix that wheel.
0: What I, about like, you know, uh, four in the morning when you wake up and you realize I've got a warped wheel? I, at four in the morning, <laughs> I'm worrying about all the warped people working for want, me. Do you want me to do it?
1: Or if do you, you care? I
0: don't. I honestly, I don't. care. I don't care because for the drives I, out to Malibu. The stuff we're doing in this car, it's all yeah. good. And I can put the stereo in when it gets here.
1: I think Eric Patino was just trying to bilk us for a few more dollars. <laughs> I think he was. I think he told us this real <laughs> fantasy story. Eric Patino
0: from Beverly <laughs> Hills, Hills Porsche, Porsche that did an incredible job yes. on that car. They really
1: did an incredible he job. Did, it was well worth it. It, it was, was, wasn't well it? When you it.
0: drove it, wasn't it like, it's oh my so god, it's brand different.
1: new. And the and the clear windshield, everything about that car. Is terrific, and you were right. Getting the seat fixed was essential.
0: Yeah, and now
1: you adjust it and you make it
0: perfect. But doesn't that make you want to just go the last last five yards? I don't know. I'm going to do. It. I don't
1: know about the
0: wheel, and who's got time? Well, because I talked to wheel enhancement guy. I talked to him. He's another one. He's like Ingo here. He, he gave me a nice long speech about warped wheels
1: and what he does, and I got pretty excited about it. And, and so if, if, in theory, if you drive <laughs> on the warped wheel for the next 50 years, the car will be ruined. No, the wheel's <laughs> going to be
0: fine. It's it's,
1: it's knowing.
0: You, it's knowing. See, for me, it's knowing that the wheel, something's wrong with the car that inhibits my enjoyment a little bit, even if I, and admittedly, I cannot mm, feel it. Mm, you're a sick man. I am. And, well, look who's here, ladies and gentlemen. It's Chuck Liddell and Steve-O. Come on in, fellas. Hey, let's talk about that bucket list of yours for a minute. You know what should be on that bucket list? A trip to one of the greatest spectacles in all of motorsports, the Indy 500. And not just any trip, but the ultimate Indy 500 fan experience, and that's what Amsoil, maker of some of the best synthetic motor oils on the planet, is giving away this spring. One grand prize winner will win the trip of a lifetime to the Indy 500 to watch some of the fastest cars and best drivers, battle it out to have their names etched alongside the greats like Foyt, Andretti, Unser, and Castroneves. But that's not all. You also get, as grand prize winner, pit access. Dinner with an Indy 500 legend, VIP track access, sweet access to watch the race, a thousand bucks in cash for expenses, round trip airfare for two to and from Indianapolis, hotel accommodations for two For five nights at a hotel near the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, ground transportation to and from the airport hotel and speedway, and a chance to meet the drivers. Just like they do when making high-performance synthetic motor oils, Amsoil went the extra mile with this sweepstakes. If that's not enough, 10 first-place winners will receive one free digital download code for Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game. To enter the Amsoil Ultimate Indy 500 Fan Experience, text Indy to 41487. That's Indy, I-N-D-Y, to 41487. That's pretty easy, folks. Or just visit Amsoil.com Indy. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio.
1: All right, well, here they are, Zuckerman. Here are the guys. Here are the guys. You know both these gentlemen, right? I know who they are. They don't know me. (laughs) Why would they know me? I know them. Uh, Yeah, I guess
0: they don't. But, uh, Steve-O, good to see you again. I don't know if you remember. You were on my late night show way back when. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't remember the bit. But I remember you you showed up with a, a bag of whippets. Oh, okay. <laughs> a big bag of whippets, sure. And and you were lighting up joints in the van with the crew. They were so excited to be with you. Right. But do you remember? Do you have any idea what that is? I, I'm. I remember what that, that was. sort of general era. <laughs> That's a, a chapter That's in my life. That's the old Stevo. We uh-huh. have the new Stevo here. Right. And it, it's nice to see you looking so healthy. And uh, you guys are here to talk about this uh, YouTube Red show, Ultimate Expedition. Yeah, but let's face it. We're
3: going to talk about all kinds of we shit. We are. Yeah. Let me get
0: out your plug. Yeah. It's an adventure competition series uh, <laughs> that begins airing January 17th on YouTube Red. What What the hell is YouTube Red? Is that the pay window? It's, you-
3: uh, yeah, exactly. It's a paid s- subscription platform that's similar to Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and uh, – YouTube is is getting into that space, but I think that the angle YouTube's taking is more of uh, leveraging. Because I mean, of course, Google is YouTube, and and they they go after uh, getting their.
0: So this is just—it's the subscriber base, right? right so the they want to be like base, HBO. Yeah. They want yeah. to be like any of these networks that you pay a little right, money, you get better content. What
3: makes it a little bit different is that YouTube—they've got their creators, you know, their YouTube personalities, mm-hmm. and all of these people have gigantic followings that really just—you know—the the kids' stage is where they watch YouTube. So they're trying to to leverage people with uh, with YouTube followings uh, to to turn their their. Audience into paying subscribers so you see a lot of the the talent that they use on their uh, In their content is is established YouTube personalities, and they sprinkle in some people that are mainstream as well I, I'm on both sides of the fence because I, I started doing the YouTube thing right in 2013 But how
0: do you guys get This is a very unlikely pairing of guys So are well, you, you just, would think yeah. <laughs> you look over at Chuck, you know, that's not a guy. I'm gonna mess with right now, right?
3: I, <laughs> I mean, Chuck's the nicest guy he's ever. He's the
0: sweetheart, but man, he's a he's, right. a he's a crusher, he's a killer. I've the seen Ice him man. fight before. The Iceman, that's right. You guys are together in this show with how many other folks and what Chuck, what, you guys, what are you guys what are you trying to do? I
2: think there's nine total. Well, nine total if you count the host Yuka <clears throat>
0: yeah. I, I watched it and it, it's um you're trying to climb I couldn't pronounce the mountain. Tocolarahu Tokolarahu. It's a mountain in Peru, right? Right. It's, it's easier to it... th- twenty two thousand feet. Yeah, easier wow. to
3: call it Titty Mountain because it looks just <laughs> like a titty.
0: And the and the uh, and as far as I could tell, at least in the, the first episode that I saw, the biggest issue you guys have is altitude sickness, right? But yeah, it, and, how, and how are oxygen's people. a problem at, at <laughs> 20, but how wait, wait, is the <laughs> idea that it's let's see who can make it to the top and then and, and every week someone's eliminated it's not there's not a
3: formal elimination process as much it's more that if anybody proves to not be able to go any further due to health risks due to just kind of mentally quitting like whatever the case may be you guys the, are to be eliminated on a need to be eliminated basis yeah, so. I mean
2: everybody could win so, Any, I mean, yeah. every, if if all eight of us could have made it, or all nine of us could make it, then yeah, everybody, and, can, everyone can make it. Do the goal you make is when You win. What do you win? Uh, what do you well, win? Just you get a finish. All for bragging rights. Yes. Did you finish? I you, tell to watch the show. Oh, come, come on. on. <laughs> it's so the stupid. first rule
0: of entertainment. <laughs> what I, I'm not He's not going to reveal that. He'll tell you after the show what okay, happened. Okay, I'm stupid. But here's what I liked about it. It looked beautiful. I mean, I thought sure. all the camera work was really amazing. I loved the choices. You know, a show like this can really go wrong pretty quickly if they put Amorosa or somebody in it. I thought everybody they chose, including you two, the guy from Jackass who's been abused every which way, and let's see if he can do this. And then this guy, one of the toughest guys in the world, let's see if if they can do it. I thought it was really smart. I thought it was a really smart Piece of unscripted television. Sure. What, what was it? What were your challenges? You know, was it I, I, in well, the first few minutes? By the way, when I was telling Zuckerman about it. I, I saw you drink out of a toilet, <laughs> which made me happy. Right. We're gonna we're gonna have some laughs. You're because- talking
2: about the guy breaking all the rules. This yeah, they
0: this- they told you please. that you weren't allowed to drink the, the tap water. water. Well, they,
3: they strongly <laughs> suggested that I not drink the tap water. I mean, because it's not only like. An undeveloped country. I mean, we're talking about essentially a shanty town in Peru. Yes, where like it looks I,
0: really kind of nice. actually. As a
3: rule, when uh, when, I, when I've traveled the world, I drink a tap. I drink tap water everywhere I go. Because when I was 13 years old, in eighth grade, I went on a trip to Egypt. They said, don't drink the tap water. And, and I took it seriously. Then I watched a guy dunk his toothbrush in the Nile and, and brush his teeth in the Nile River. Yeah,
0: he's been doing that his whole life, though. I thought, It's really interesting. Do you know he was raised in, you were raised in London, right? Yeah,
3: well, I was born in England. I grew up in five different Listen countries.
0: Listen to his real name, Stephen Gilchrist Glover. Yeah. What a respectable British gentleman! He sounds like a colonial administrator. <laughs> right. It's terrific. And when
3: you say that the Egyptian, <laughs> he's dude... drinking
0: toilet water. Yeah, <laughs> right. We but s- you don't ever get sick. You can't but, say that right. you go and you drink water and then you never get well, sick. Well, like you
3: said, the Egyptian guy has been doing that his whole life. Right. And that occurred to me when I was thirteen. I thought, well, this guy is, you know—his his immune system is built up to that. So, and so I, I deduced that if I were to travel the world and drink tap water everywhere, I would have the strongest immune
0: system. <laughs> and
3: I did get some Hershey squirts and. and <laughs> In, in Africa but uh, but overall I think that that the plan worked pretty well if
0: you're listening don't do what Steve-O does and then, th- and then, this is ridiculous logic that you're using Well, let's
3: get ha- back to having, having done that all over the world what what struck me is that when I got to this shanty town in Peru yes. Juarez, Peru the locals were like dude I would never drink tap water and, and really? yeah the locals were really freaked out so what by happened
0: it. when you drank the toilet well, you, so you, took I a, said, you took I'm, a coffee cup you dipped it right. in the toilet you and another guy I, from I was the show, fine you and were then fine then the, and the
3: host of the show like uh, was he got, out out. he got sick the next day <laughs> <He's> not, <laughs> he, he, wasn't he was out of commission <laughs> he, he was for, 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 commission. for the next day he, oh. didn't, he didn't show up for, for training but he didn't <laughs> he didn't need as much
2: training it's really, <laughs> it's really... Yeah, he'd done it before so he need the training but yeah he didn't show up he if you're at done.
0: all a germaphobe when you look when you see him this do is, that you just go oh this
1: is terrific this is terrific and Here. this
0: is the new cleaned up Steve-O that's doing that there's no excuse there's no Excuse, you just excuse have a sign
1: can't. that says "Don't try this at home." Whatever I'm doing, you don't mm. do. So, Chuck, was it hard for you?
0: You know, you, you're a guy. Obviously, you're still in shape. Was it difficult for you to get up this mountain?
2: Um. Well, yeah. It's well, it's, it's all new. I mean, it's fourteen thousand five hundred feet was our base camp. Wow, and, and I, you I, that's, could... that's 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 higher than yeah. You know, I think I've,
0: I've been that's to higher than any city in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I go to Aspen, and I'm in the hotel for three days before I
1: adjust. <laughs> I <so>. wonder, uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: what is 14,000 feet? Wait, a, I higher
1: I than... Mean, it's le- higher than La Paz, Bolivia. Bolivia uh, La Paz is like eleven up. to 12,000 feet, and I was sick when I was there.
2: Right. Um,
1: so what do you do in the that, that high, situation? High
2: camp, I think, was over 16,000
1: feet. That's, How do you, that's uh, Everest uh, style. Oh, so
3: Everest is 30,000
1: feet. Right, but Everest at the base camp is what? The same is the same. Perhaps. Yeah, what? Why did you do it? First of all, why
0: did you sign up for this?
2: You know, for me, I was in the middle of you know, I just just got let go from the UFC, and I've been retired for a while, and kind of just I've been kind of rolling around lost for a little while. So uh, trying to figure out where to figure figure out what to do, and you know, I yeah, I've been off training. I haven't been really working out a lot, and uh, you know, I kind of. I needed needed a goal. and needed something to get me fired up and get me a kick, a kick in the ass. To, right, to, to right, get, mission. Get, get, and did this do and, it? And, yeah, it did. Uh, you know, the one thing was, honestly, when I signed up for it, I thought it was going to shoot three months later than it did. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, you know what, I can get in shape for this thing. I'm ready. I'm going to go out <laughs> and do this. And then my manager goes, um, no, no, it's starting – in, in two weeks, oh, I'm like, geez. "What do you mean, two weeks?" Oh. I'm like, uh, "So I, you know, I got, I went out, and got quite a few uh, hikes in, and some, some yeah, but get working
0: the only thing you really do is like go some high altitude place like Mammoth or up in Colorado and start training up there, right? That's the yeah, only thing you can do to get that in shape would have been nice it. to
2: have time for that, and that's kind of what I was going <laughs> planning on going planning on doing when I heard I thought <clears> I had three months, I was getting, I was all ready to get so did go you, out and did, go do a few few hikes, high 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 altitude hikes? But, did you get uh,
0: sick? Did you get
2: no actually I I I well you know you have to watch the show I didn't get- you, you watch did pretty show. well. What It'd about you, right.
0: Stevo? Was this uh, what would you rate this on the? Uh, you know, right before we we started uh, taping this morning, when you came in, we were on a little break, and you were showing me uh, a, a really funny clip of you taped to the side of a truck and having uh, Johnny Knoxville hit baseballs at you for something new you're working on. Uh-huh. Where would you rate? Would you rate that as uh, as this this show? Was that a harder thing, or getting baseballs well, hit at your crotch by Johnny Knoxville? Uh,
3: you know, going into this. Uh, YouTube red ultimate expedition yeah it was it was understood that everybody was going to reach a breaking point. Yeah, you know right. I mean, you just like you're going to push yourself to to an extreme where you just can't take anymore, and that's that's inevitable. So I'd say that. And did you get there? Like the, the getting baseballs hit at me,
1: was <laughs> it was
3: scary and and wow that like uh, and, and and that could have gone all kinds of wrong, but I got away with it and it was quick. It hurt and but it, but footage. it was it was quick. Um in this case, as far as altitude sickness, like my experience was that I felt a little bit lightheaded and being a you know, a sober guy in, in recovery from mm-hmm. drug and alcohol addiction uh, it was just a little bit off-putting, like uh, alarming, that the lightheaded feeling from the altitude was enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was like, ah, oh, you
3: know, I, I like this reminds me of something. I'm kind of lightheaded and, and and a little woozy. And, <laughs> I I I, I, yeah, like whippets. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and, 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 uh, you know like what's a, well, what's a lot like whippets is when I talk Chuck. It didn't take a lot of talking into you, but Chuck here choked me completely unconscious up in the mountains. <laughs> so not only was I like running short on on oxygen,
2: yeah. He really talked me into that one.
3: Yeah, he cut off the blood, circuit, the blood flow to you my brain. You know how to
0: do that to anybody. You can just choke him out. That was Nigel Hudson's yeah, old it's not, trick. It's right? not that tough. It's not hard. It's so you know, funny, it's too. It's a parlor trick.
3: You know, I was just editing that video. and uh, <laughs>
0: You're not worried that you might kill somebody, that you might, you might fall and die. You're not a t- medical t- doctor, he Joe. He told me God. a story about <laughs> a guy dying. Like his
3: buddy accidentally killed a guy. <laughs> tell tell him about that one. This <laughs> is story he told me immediately yeah. before uh, doing it to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I explained it. I'm like, you know, um, now the thing is the guy, this guy was driving down the uh, Malibu on uh, PCH. PCH yeah. And mm-hmm. he looks over and there's this big dude pushing these old, old people. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. you know, no one's getting out to help. He gets out to help. He gets out, goes over.
0: They're in and, a broken down car.
2: Uh, and the guy, we, no, they just we off the side of the road. I don't know what was going on, but the big guy was pushing, pushing these old people around. So he got, got, got pushed the big guy back. Oh, they're back, fighting, okay. And, uh, um, and mellow out, re- relaxed, and the guy came at him. So he took his back, put him in a rear naked choke, choked him out, and the kid died. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, he had been awake on meth for like, like a few like days. Been right on meth, and, and it had something <clears throat> to do with reaction from being choked out and uh, being on right, meth, right? Caused, right, right. Yeah. Cause a reaction with his brain, so. Yeah, it's, so it's, I was like, not, "Yo, Chuck, was...
3: I'm not on meth." Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm,
2: okay. I'm like, all right. I'm not, like, hey, as long as you're not on meth,
3: I'll choke you. Right. Okay.
0: Stevo, okay. don't you want to shed some of these behaviors now that you're sober? Now no. that you're trying to be more no. healthy, no. Don't, no, aren't mean... you trying to adjust your life and make it reasonable? And
3: I, I think that what is important is to find some separation between like the persona of Stevo and and like whoever I am in my personal life, but. uh you know, I'd take away the drugs and alcohol. I'm still an idiot. <laughs> uh, I'm, still, I'm still an attention But Well, we whore. talk
0: all the time how long it takes for us to recover from injuries now, now that we're getting uh, older, right? How old are you guys? Well, we're up there. I'm, a, I'm 53 right now. Yeah, how about me? that?
3: Looking good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There you go. And, yeah, I'm and,
3: 43. Chuck, are you still 47? 48. Ah,
0: yeah, there you happy go. Happy birthday. Thank you. <clears throat> happy birthday
1: he uh, can still take everyone wanna, in the oh. whole office suite he could choke something us all out right now
3: is uh one day and i wonder if like uh if i'm giving away too much but this just blew my mind um we had we had a tent where uh you know the 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 cast would would you know hang out eat our meals and we're all in the tent there's no cameras rolling nothing like that and the various, you know, everybody's, in, you know, mostly YouTube and different kind of areas of entertainment. And we're talking about our representation, you know, like whatever agents we have or this and that, and like sort of the business of our careers. And Chuck just chimes in. He says, you know, uh, I've been thinking about getting an agent, but uh, I don't want to cut them in on 10% of my purse if I fight again, you know, because like, uh, they, they wouldn't have brought that to the table. And, and, and I just, my head, my head exploded. Like think Chuck Liddell just said he's maybe going to fight again. <laughs> like, what? So I'm a huge fan of the UFC. And, yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, and I went over, uh, later in the day, I just couldn't take it anymore. I turned on my camera, went over to Chuck. I said, Chuck, you said something at lunch today about maybe fighting again. he goes, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Wow, and then he wow. starts then he starts picking fights, calling oh, people man. out. who he's ready to fight. I went to my oh, first. Oh, man, it was so great.
0: I went to my first <laughs> fight the other day, the Bellator, though, fight. I'm going again, uh, I think when this show. Is this uh, you're
3: gonna go see the loudmouth.
1: The bell, uh, I don't
3: know much <laughs> Against about rampage.
1: The, uh, who's what that? If something. It, it, the <laughs> <guy>? If <laughs> you yeah. did, he's, he runs his mouth. Yeah. He runs is, that's
2: how, he's a boring fighter. That's right. why he runs his mouth. Right. Are you, he he made a career thinking, out of running his mouth. You seriously <laughs>
0: thinking about fighting again?
2: Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, we'll see. I what think,
0: do you damn, think damn, of that it's, Conor it's, McGregor? What do you think about him? Is he losing his mind right now? Has he got it together?
3: Uh, Not not only is he not losing his mind, but he is uh – just like procrastinating, he's stalling, he's hiding out, he doesn't want to give up his belts, he's got all these other business ventures going on and if he gets in the octagon or, or you know anything, if he loses his next fight, then that really is gonna negatively impact all like his other Ronda business Roosie, ventures. Yeah. So he's just, but didn't he make he's a just running jump? around hiding with that, those two belts, right? <laughs> he yeah, doesn't want to fight hold, at all. Hold on, well, as well, long, as long, and, long
2: as he can and get, milk it until he has fight and then he'll fight again.
0: He's got
3: whiskey, his own brand of whiskey coming out. Well, he's
0: importing cars and luxury items sure. to Ireland, which I don't know if, that, if they need that stuff there, but he, he wants to be the first exotic car importer to sure. Ireland. Sure,
3: and, and for everything that he's trying to do, it's, it's you know like when you're the champion doing that with two belts, and th- that's one thing, and if you go back and, and fight again and you lose, it's not as... The doors it's, close. It's, it's not as... I mean, the doors won't close, but it's not as big of a deal,
0: so... So, Chuck, but how would you do this? If you want to get back into it, what would you look to do? Would you look for spectacle... Like, like it's he did super fight. with Mayweather, or would you fight for UFC again? You, you
3: want, you want to see two retired Hall of Famers come out of retirement? Like uh, Tito,
0: he's got a manager here. A man.
2: He's doing good over there. <laughs>
0: he's
3: going
2: to answer and all your questions I, I, for I don't you. Think Tito would fight me again, but, uh, but yeah, he, he's always uh, that's Tito Ortiz. That's, that's one of the ones where I always still that's get fans funny. this day saying, "Why do you fight him one more time?"
0: Yeah, you know, why do you fight him? Yeah, you no, know,
2: but I mean, I, he's—I think he said he doesn't want to fight me, so I don't, I don't think that's an option. But uh. yeah, they, oh, say, they so say no man, until we, we,
0: they we say can't, yes. We
3: can't give it away, but but just trust that that Chuck was saying some some juicy shit, man. Like, <laughs> Chuck's the nicest guy ever, and, and I just I was just completely caught off guard by the shit that he was talking about Tito Ortiz and chill. Yeah, you know, it was just so great. I, I was like, man, and I said to him, I said, Chuck, have you said this publicly? He goes, no. And I'm holding my little camera like, Ha
0: ah. <laughs> So wait. So, well, the show again is uh, Ultimate Expedition. It's on YouTube Red. It begins airing January 17th. One episode every week, right? They're going to roll them out once a week. I,
3: I think they, they initially dropped the first two episodes. First and two then each lots? subsequent week is one episode.
0: And what? And you, 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 you're you carrying your own cameras?
3: Well that's yeah this is the thing because of yeah, the Yeah how much the, of a crew do they have up there? Well because there? of the the business model of of YouTube Red being kind of like this, this sort of you know creator vlog type personalities right. what they had is and it's either idiotic or totally genius and we'll find out which <laughs> but they have two <laughs> two components of the show one is is the television crew every cameraman in the television crew or at least most of them are individuals who have climbed Mount Everest so you've wow. got like the camera guys carrying these huge equipment are the most elite mountain climbers, right? So they can film us, document us. That's the the TV side of it. And then, as part of the contract, we have to create our own videos where we video ourselves with these little cameras. And and my contract confessionals,
0: about, so you not you're,
3: confessionals, uh, daily vlogs, daily so so vlogs. Okay. We create our own YouTube series, which we post to our own channels. My contract mandates that I have to. Produce and post 22 YouTube videos over the course of the of the 10-week run. Okay. And so, I mean, in the history of entertainment, when whenever has a major television or film project demanded that the cast poach footage and leak
1: the yeah, content right, of right. the actual
3: show? But then you see you've got all the, the YouTube personalities driving all the traffic to the show. You've got the show driving the traffic back to the – the YouTube channels—it's just this vortex of traffic being directed.
0: And are they paying you some decent money for this?
3: I mean, not the the biggest money. Uh, certainly not. I mean, shoot, I did a job. But does it end up being SAG?
0: Does it end up being any sort of union gig? I don't know about or? that.
3: But but we were out there for three weeks, and the, I got paid significantly more for the job I did after that in two days.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't have to it climb mean, any mountains.
3: Yeah, it was hardly a landslide of cash, but... Uh, but it's going
0: to be a big exposure deal. It's And, great. and a lot I mean, of people are going to see it. It, and, it, uh, it. And like it, I said, I thought it looked great. You know, I, I, I make television like that, and I thought it looked really, uh, really, uh, like a really smart, beautifully shot series. You know, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a cool, cool deal. I mean,
3: it, it's, it's like mountain climbing with the stars. Do and, either and,
0: either of you guys like cars? Do you at all? Do you Are you car collectors? Are you into well, cars I, in any way? You don't I, have to be, by the way. It's I never just fine. Even
3: learned, I grew up mostly in England and, and well, never- Well, they have cars there. Sure, but, but <laughs> like it's kind of like New York City where- it's You just drive. don't
0: drive. Yeah. What I mean, do you I, drive right now? Do you have a car? I drive a, a Chevy Volt. Oh, you do? All right. Yeah. There you go. There's mm-hmm. that. What about you, Chuck? Um
2: well, you driver I at all? i got a bmw 760 yeah there so you, you go, go. So there we go uh, but i i i had a ferrari f uh, 430 for a long time and i, I love mm-hmm. that well, car ferrari guy beautiful. is that
0: what you are yeah. where did you yeah, go yeah, I,
2: actually that's a funny story like i i the ferrari was a gift from the ufc it was from dana lorenzo and i was wow. talking to lorenzo i mean that's dana the night he, before he was going to give it to me because i was meeting him down now and he surprised me he was like he said he was buying a car i went out and checked it out and said so hey man nope that's yours Wow. But uh, which was pretty awesome, yeah. That's but, a nice uh, gift. But it, he called me the night before and was talking to me, and I was like, about Lamborghinis. and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a Ferrari guy, I don't, I'm not a big Lamborghini <laughs> guy. And he's like, because gonna... they already bought me a Lamborghini, they're <laughs> gonna give me a Lamborghini. <clears throat> he's going, oh, he's <laughs> talking, We need like, someone on the phone, you know. He's sitting there, like, oh man, talking, <laughs> trying not to talk to me, going, you know, get someone on the phone, get someone on the phone. We had to change the car, so they changed. They got that F four three. Wow, what a sweet, that was an gift. awesome car, man! Yeah, what
1: color was it? Uh, silver. Beautiful. Silver, nice. Uh,
2: it was a convertible. It was, uh, it was awesome. I mean, that was a, that was so fun to drive. It was a great gift for me too. It's one of those things I probably would have never spent that much money on something. Yeah, for myself, but. Someone else spent it for it. It was nice to have. I still kept it for a long time. And where did you? So. You
0: drove it around here, right? Because I remember uh, seeing you I in I hear a, it sometimes. I drive it down, from, I'd drive, I'd drive it down
2: here from, uh, from Slow. The first time I got it, the funniest thing is they, they give it to me, right? They just gave it to me. It says, okay, do, do, you, wanna, do you want us to ship it to your house or do you want to drive it home? I like, <laughs> looked at him like, are you kidding? Is that a serious <laughs> question? Did you, did you think I was. Did you think that question through? No, <laughs> yeah, no, I'll take it. Let's go.
3: Man, but, the story is that Chuck. Just being in the mountains with Chuck Liddell and hearing the. the, You get the best stories, dude. (laughs) It's it's awesome.
0: Yeah, we all want to be a tough guy like Chuck Liddell, right?
3: I mean, just to hear the behind the scenes of, like, you know, where his life was at and, like,. Like I really just fell in love with Chuck right away, and, and and the stories of him like you know working in a bar and and just fighting for free. And, and then, like, and then
0: <laughs> what does that mean? Was, what do you mean? Right? You were a bartender or a I bouncer? Te-
2: I bounced and then I was bartender. Well, I, you know, I was one of the guys. They offered <laughs> I was bar I was bouncing, and they offered to be you know you can come in and be a bar back if you want to train. Be I a used bar to be back a barback. Yep, I did that. And I'm same like, thing. okay, wait. So I can get five dollar tip at the end of the night, or I can get like a. You know, fifty, sixty bucks at the end of the night. Um, I'll, t- I'll take the, I'll be the bar back. Yeah, yeah. Imagine I just got to run around doing stuff. It was Carry ice, I, had a good, I had a great time. refill juices. Do and that I, deal. I came in and learned how to bartend and just started bartending. So you make real money. So right. It, it, was gra- it was a great. It was a great job. Was can- fight. You know, fighting. I, I mean, it, to,
0: to go. I worked twenty hours hair a week. But cut like that when yeah. you tending bar? And yeah. people gave you shit? No, not most of the time. <laughs> Kidding, <laughs> I, I had a pretty good, and I had but a pretty is good this? reputation with What What is he saying that. you were fighting there? You oh, were no, was, not fighting in the, the bar. bar. Oh, okay. He was just, he was just he
3: was going and fighting like basically for free,
2: right? Yeah, like but, uh, kickboxing. Challenging guys. Challenging guys. the UFC, right? I could have used you in guys at places. I mean, we get guys, that, oh, man, I, my, my buddy wants to spar you. You get there, and you go to work with them, and you're sparring. And they're like, okay, man, take it easy. Trying to take my head off. Okay, take it easy. All right, let's go. Here we go. Knock him out, and then everyone they start crying. Oh, why did you knock him out? Wow! <laughs> hey man, I, I said take it easy. You know What's what the going?
0: best place for guys like us to punch somebody if we get an altercation and we must use violence? Um, what what is our first move? What's the first uh, one-two combination we want to use?
2: You know, my, my favorite is the throat. I, I, <laughs> I, I really. I, but what does that mean? So a punch. I, a, a, I, I do this and then, then I then so I. So an open right hand, hand, hand and, 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 a, and I usually come with an elbow. I in a street fight, it's, it, elbows work beautifully.
0: Why? Why not? Uh, if it, it protect it, your well, hands or of things,
2: most of them are like this. Right. Oh, and, and elbows are, are close close range. Guys are getting in your face. So Just let's break range. it down
0: break it down left hand goes to the throat yeah. and then you, I come across with an elbow yeah okay what if that hurts my elbow
2: uh, <laughs> what if, then you probably shouldn't be fighting so, so you're
0: hitting him that's across good. the face this person right yeah. and what happens to them are they stunned by that do I let go of the neck after I hit with the elbow I or do well, I then if, answer- he, if he
2: doesn't go down with the, if he doesn't go down with the elbow I would just keep going
1: to run, to run <laughs> okay, so if you're like a guy like me whose body type is academic and not athletic, uh, <laughs> if, if I have to take a punch, what's the best way for me to take a punch? Because I'm going to be the guy getting hit. No, you've hit before. I'm about, gonna, I have a, a big mouth. I'm, I'm long on mouth, short on stature. How do well, I, Tell me where I'm going to take a punch.
2: Where are you going to take Yeah, it?
1: how's the best way for me to get beat up?
2: I don't know. I, I <laughs> cannot help you with that That's one. A I, That's a horrible question.
1: He delivers the punches. Yes. yes. He I delivers I, the hurt. Yeah. 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 No, I, I'm on my own in that regard. You yeah, are. When, yeah.
3: when we were up in the... I don't know if... It, if I don't even care. Obviously, this show was taped a, a little while back. And and we were... They had a satellite for like emergency communications and our last night on the trip i think it was the last night was the the mcgregor mayweather fight mm-hmm. and uh we we were all huddled in this little tent Uh, You're trying to stream on some like illegal, (laughs) illegal streaming from Russia, and it was from Russia, and it was like the screen was freezing up, and then we'd see like it would move for a couple seconds, and and, uh, we we saw the it was pretty clean the first few rounds of the fight, and and I'll tell you to have to be sitting there with Chuck and have him like yeah, like, like. giving his insight, like, providing commentary on it. Well, yeah. Like, well, Chuck, uh, give
0: me your insight on that. Because it, it, was, it looked
3: like – Like like Mayweather's through the first few rounds. Right, to make just it, to extend like, it, right?
2: I don't know if he did extend it extended or he just did – he'd be careful. He's being safe. I mean, that's the man, way he fights. Like, he fights carefully, fights safe. Right, he, but he, still. He gets, he like he tired, was, he gets you think, tired, he moves, He 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 avoids punches, he avoids stuff. I but you No, know, but he, the, let him, he
3: let McGregor hit him. Nobody can hit him. Like, and it, by the do way, you think he let it, McGregor hit him? I think he let and it McGregor did, hit I him. I think so, too. And
0: it didn't look like uh, McGregor uh, was really landing forceful punches. Am I wrong? Yeah, it like, just man, looked like, Jim, he was, like, don't hit
3: hard, and, you, and you're allowed to hit me for three rounds. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked like looked that to like. me. You know, I, and then I, he just woke I, up I, and said, let me I find it hard
2: to believe they had a set thing, like an agreement with that. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, dude, this tends to be the I called the whole thing a circus. Mm. Right. Really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it was a circus. That that fight was a circus.
0: Well, uh, if I threw you into a boxing ring, would you be able to do it, or is it just a completely different dance move? You I know got what heavy I mean? Hands.
2: Well, it's, boxing. Heavy hands. I could I would have fought boxing. We were talking to um Chuck uh, just likes yeah. fighting. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, I well, mean, you know I, what I'm, I I'm saying? Tra- I, it's I a, mean it's I would have wanna at least be able to kick, you know, kickboxing. Look, here's the difference. Uh there's a different distance for boxing, kickboxing, and MMA. It's why it drives me crazy when these boxing commentators talk about the striking in MMA versus the striking in boxing. It's talking to apples and oranges by the time you get right. there. You can't stand in a boxing stance at, at, in MMA. It, it just doesn't work right. Right. Um, you, you can't stand in a boxing, uh, true boxing stance in kickboxing either. Because you, you, you stand in that stance, you, you give, me, give me about one round. You got about one round to knock me out, and you're not going to be able to stand in your front leg. You know, because you won't hmm. be able to block my leg kicks. And especially and if you're a boxer, you're not used to getting leg kicked, you're not gonna wanna block my leg kicks anyway.
1: Right, right. Um
2: so you got about a round to knock me out.
1: And so you if, would after want- that you're not it's gonna be ugly. You can't stand up, right?
2: Yeah, you're not gonna be able to stand on you, that. You, you might not be able to answer the bell by round at the end of round
1: two. You wouldn't want to fight
0: Mayweather. You're going to stick with Ultimate Fighting, oh, I, right? I would love to fight Mayweather, <laughs> which For is not boxing. Dollars, I'll, fly, I'll
2: fight anybody. <laughs> I mean, Chuck's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd love to fight Mayweather. Not to mention, he's he's what the, he's yeah. I mean, I mean, he's not my weight class. Right, yeah, I'm right, way out right. Of his class, yeah. But. I mean, but I mean, you know. I'd have to tackle him. He'd run pretty quickly, pretty <laughs> quick, I'd tackle
1: throw him. See, him that else. would
0: be more interesting fight to me. Is the boxer fighting UFC stuff? Boxer's
1: going to get <laughs> annihilated <laughs> that, that, that's in not, UFC. That's
2: not, I keep saying that's not that's not interesting either. It's not going to last. Really? Long. I mean, I, I told I told Mayweather a long time ago. he was. Talk, we were going back and forth back when you know back in like a, it was like oh six or something, and and it was kind of at that time. I was like, it was the, the the it showed that we that we'd come around when boxing started talking about us. Right, but um. I said, you know, hey, man, he was, he was popping off about something about me fighting a boxer. Yeah, and I, I said, dude, you couldn't, I got a 135 pounder. You won't get out of the first round with any time you want. You know, because that was my roommate at the time. But right. but, but I, I, it's it's different. It's apples and oranges. And they can't come over. You know, he wouldn't be able to come over. He'd be on his back and he could take it down in about, you know, five seconds if they wanted. Shoot across, take him down. He's got one. If he doesn't knock him out with the first punch, come, when he's on his way in, shooting in, he's not getting off his back. Yeah, he'll be on the ground, and and you can play with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you don't know how to wrestle, if you never wrestled, you never done jujitsu. You are. I take you down. You are not getting up.
0: Hmm. Well, uh, if I see Tito at this Bellator event Saturday night, I'll tell him you said hello. <laughs> warmest I'll if, regards i see if I can Don King this thing up Zuckerman yes. Yes. we'll do uh, right. comedians and cars and ultimate fighting why not why not why and steve i I'm glad to see you uh, happy and healthy I appreciate it man. Uh, you've got a girlfriend now I for a, a year congratulations. congratulations you're a new man
3: I worked hard man there you're I... a new
0: man just try and take care of that body you know I tell my kids you only have one body
3: yeah I've been <laughs>
0: i'm pretty fortunate being
3: 43 and getting away with what i've done
0: I, 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 uh... <laughs> well let's hope you make it to 53 here's some useful car tips you might not be aware of a coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior removing excess weight from your car will improve gas mileage and you can place your key fob to your chin that's right the chin on your face to increase its range Weird, right? Well here's another tip you also might not know about. True car also helps people get used cars. That's right, TrueCar isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly one million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience whether you buy new or used. And with TrueCar, users can see what others paid, so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with TrueCar certified dealers when you're ready to buy a new or used car check out true car and enjoy your more confident car buying experience some features not available in all states uh the show is ultimate expedition it's on youtube red starting january 17 fellas thanks for coming in
3: thank you for having us
0: man all right we'll see you next week on spike's car radio thanks for listening to spike's car radio download new episodes every wednesday on the podcast one app or subscribe now at apple podcasts or podcast One.com.